everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I am a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. Today, we're going to explore the art of goal setting. So the beginning of the year is often a time for people to look to the year ahead and begin to identify what they want to achieve and where they want to go. So in this episode, we'll look at some ideas of how you can define what you want to focus on and some tips on how you can set goals that are easier to achieve. So if you're ready, let's get started. So we are now a month into 2022, and it's safe to say that today's topic has easily been my most requested so far, and we have to put it down to the time of the year. Now, on our last episode, we spoke about ending a year with reflection, so naturally looking forward is the next step. But to add to that, as well as people setting their own goals for the year, you have teams setting professional objectives and even companies defining their 2022 strategies and goals. So is it really any wonder that this is the most requested session and my most common coaching conversation as well? And it's because of this demand that I wanted to record the episode today. I just wanted to take some time to share some thoughts and comments about goal setting, some tips that I picked up along the way, and hopefully inspire people to take control of their development plans. Now, before I get started, I think it's very important to note that there is no silver bullet for goal setting. There's no one size fits all. Now, I started this podcast in 2020 to highlight how we all grow in very different ways and the fact that there isn't a single right way to succeed. And the same is true for goal setting. And the reason I say this, that I've seen people try to force their ideology on others. I've seen managers try to fit square pegs into round holes. And I've seen people give up on their dreams because they couldn't make their goals work for them. And in all of these scenarios, the issue wasn't the goals themselves. It was just the way that they were being set. So the single most important thing that I'd love for you to take from today is how important it is for you to find your own way and your own method of setting goals that works for you. Now, I'm going to share my thoughts and how you could go about setting goals, but you're free to do whatever you want with this info. No matter if you want to follow it to the letter, take the favorite bits, or completely rewrite it into your own style. If you set your goals in a manner that will help you succeed, that is the right way. So with that bit covered, I can delve into sharing some of my thoughts. And I've opted to split this episode into three sections. So we're going to cover finding something to work towards, making your goal smart, and creating a development plan. And you may be familiar with some of the content, and some of it may be new, but I'll share as much as I can in the time that we have, and let's see what we end up with. So let's begin with finding something to work towards. Now, for a step that sounds seemingly simple, it's actually one that I find causes a lot of issues. And the reason I believe for this is down to the definition and the use of the term an end goal. Now, one thing that is absolutely accurate is that when we set a defined goal, it will help you achieve it. I think that's proven. However, the gray lines appear when we try to agree on how big that goal should be. Are we talking about our entire life plan or are we talking about next week? Are we talking about the next few months in our role or are we looking at every single future role? And I cannot tell you how much this stresses people out. For some reason, the expectation is that you should know what your future is. At 16, we emphasize to children they need to pick a career. During interviews, we ask people what their five-year plan is. But I don't know about you, but when I was 16, I certainly did not want to be a coach and have a podcast. Five years ago, I couldn't have predicted where I would be today. And guess what? I genuinely have no clue where I'm going to be in the next five years. 
Now, as I say that, there'll be people agreeing with me, but I also know there are people who set a plan when they were younger and follow it. I know someone who has a 15-year plan and is well on track to achieve that. So if that's you, great. But also, if you're like me and not really sure where they're going to be in five months, let alone five years, that is also great. It's time to bust the myth that you have to have your defined end goal. So using that logic then, how can we set goals if we don't know what we're aiming for? Well, it's about rephrasing the question. Instead of, what is your end goal? I instead ask, what is your next goal? Now, how different does that sound? And I find that is such a transformational question. And the analogy that I often use is imagine you're climbing a circular staircase, like the ones that you used to see in castles. When you start climbing those stairs, you may have no idea what's at the top. You can't see in front of you. You don't know how long it's going to take you. All you can do is climb one step at a time. And sooner or later, everything becomes clearer. And it's exactly the same with your goals. If you don't have clarity on that bigger picture, just challenge yourself to take a next step, whatever that is. It could be enroll on a course, get qualified in something, learn a new skill. Uh, Maybe it's get some different experience, start a new relationship, gain exposure to different areas of work or personal life. All of these things are smaller goals. And when you combine them together, they tend to open up a multitude of paths. So if you do find identifying what you want to work towards a little bit tricky, just try focusing on your next goal rather than the end goal, and just have a look at what difference that makes to your whole goal-setting experience. And once you have that goal, whether it's the next goal or the end goal, it's just time to capture it in a way that makes it as easy as possible to achieve. Now, I've often said that goal-setting is an art. It needs a bit of creativity, but it also needs to be personal. So I'm just going to share my way, but as I said earlier, find an art form that works for you. Now, the method I'll share with you is about setting something called SMART targets which I would easily say is the most commonly used method I've experienced over my career. When I say SMART, it's an acronym, and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-bound. Now, as almost to prove a point, people use different definitions for each of those letters. One acronym can be interpreted in many different ways to suit people's needs. And if you want to explore that in more detail, just Google SMART targets and see what pops up. So we begin with the S, which stands for Specific. Now, specificity, isn't that a word? I think that's a word, um, is what turns dreams and aspirations into goals and targets. And we do that just simply by asking, what specifically do I want to achieve? Now, I think the best way to show the impact of setting specific goals versus non-specific goals is to look at New Year's resolutions. Every year, people say things like, I'm going to be healthier, I'm going to be fitter, I'm going to be happier. And these are wonderful aspirations. They're really positive. But what do they mean? Like, if I eat one carrot extra a year, does that mean I'm being healthier? What are we actually trying to achieve? And if we don't get that clarity, that means we're not really sure what we're working towards. Inevitably, that means we give up. But what happens when we make them more specific? Well, instead of saying, I'm going to be healthier, we could replace that with, I'm going to lose a stone, or I'm going to lower my cholesterol to X. Instead of saying, I'm going to be fitter, we could say things like, I'm going to run a 5K. And instantly, you can see the differences in those phrases. We move away from aspirations and turn them into specific targets. And the SMART acronym even helps to see if your target is specific by using the M, which is measurable. Put simply, how will you know if you've achieved your goal? Whatever goal you want to achieve, think about what it will look like when you succeed. So if we say, for example, that you want to be more confident, 
is that specific? Well, let's see, can we measure that? So what do we actually mean? And we ask, what does confidence look like to you? Is it about sending an email without it being checked by your manager first? Or is it about being able to speak up at a meeting? Maybe it's starting a new conversation at a networking opportunity. And these examples show why it's so important to be specific. Because improving confidence, there were three different examples there. And all three examples would require a different strategy. So not only does setting a specific and measurable goal make it easier to work toward, but it helps you identify the appropriate actions to take as well. And once you have that specific and measurable goal to work towards, we move on to the A in SMART, which asks you whether this goal is achievable. Now, here is a conversation that I've had many, many times. When I say achievable, in no way am I suggesting there are goals out there that are out of your reach. And it saddens me to hear people say, I would love to do A, B or C, but let's be realistic. I will support anyone's goals, whether they want to complete a fitness goal, own their own business or be the CEO of a multinational company. It's not for me or anyone else for that matter to tell you whether or not your goals are achievable. Instead, when we refer about achievable in smart targets, it's not a case of is this goal achievable, it is how is this goal achievable? And that is a very important distinction. If there is something that you want to achieve, just ask, how many steps do I need to take? What do I need to do to make this goal achievable? Uh, a great example here is someone deciding to run a marathon. Now, so many people have said, I could never do that. That's just not achievable. It's not realistic. But what if instead I ask the question, how could I make this achievable? And for me, that's like coaching 101. When we stop and think about what we would need to do to make that goal achievable, to make that goal realistic, we begin to see so many possibilities. Yes, we may need to break our goals into smaller chunks. Yes, it may need to be spread over a longer time period. But neither of those make it stop being achievable. So just remind yourself that any goal that you're thinking about, instead of saying, can I achieve it? Just add that how. How can I achieve it? Gives you such a different viewpoint on your whole goal setting experience. So the next letter then is R, which some people will say stands for realistic, but I think we've just covered that in, in achievable. So instead, I favor it as relevant. So in short, does the goal you are setting resonate personally with you? Or is it just something to achieve? Now, me personally, I'm a great example here. In, in my earlier career, I was maybe guided to certain roles and goals. I wouldn't say that I set goals for me. It's just I, what I thought I needed to do. And the end result, well, I was being in a job that I didn't enjoy. I wasn't happy. Uh, a friend of mine even pointed out at the time that I wasn't particularly likable at that period in time. Although he may have used like a little bit more colourful wording than that. So the best way that I've found to understand a goal's relevance is to ask yourself, how will I feel when I achieve this goal? Actually visualise yourself completing it and imagine how it will make you feel. If your answer is meh, then chances are that goal is not relevant to you or your values or your passions. So why are you working towards it? Yet, if you can imagine completing the goal and you can visualise the joy, the positive impact, the feeling of happiness, then you're onto a winner. But why is this important? Well, when we try to achieve a goal, we will come up against obstacles. We will face times where we're pushed and we're almost given the choice of whether to continue or not. And when that time comes, it's this feeling of relevance that we look to. We ask ourselves the question, is it worth it? Is the time and the effort really worth it? And if you have a strong enough anchor, a strong enough relevance, a strong enough reason, the answer will be yes. Yes, it's worth it. I know it's hard, 
but the outcome is going to be so rewarding. So give yourself that head start and just make sure whatever goal you set is relevant to you. And then finally, we have the T, which is to make sure that your goal is time bound. And by that, I just simply mean set a deadline. Uh, And I always use the same quote to talk about this one. It comes from a film called Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. Now, the film is certainly no Oscar winner, but it's enjoyable enough. Um, And in the film, Cameron Diaz is talking about all the things that she'd love to do someday. To which Tom Cruise replies, someday, that's a dangerous word. It's really just a code for never. And that line resonates so much, it's unreal. The number of times I've heard people say, and this includes me, by the way, I'd love to do that some way. Just think about it now. How often have you said that? And then ask how much movement you've made on that statement. So when you're setting goals, leave some day alone and pick a specific day. Is it something you want to achieve this year? Well, if it is, pick a deadline and set it. Do you want to achieve a goal by a certain age? Well, set that day as your goal then. And when you are setting these goals, when you're setting these deadlines, consider your question you asked earlier, how could I make this achievable? Think of the steps that you need to take and work out a deadline based on that. For example, if you've never run a day in your life, saying you want to complete a marathon next week may be a tad optimistic, but there are training plans out there that can get you to that point in, say, 20 weeks. And all of a sudden, that doesn't sound too far-fetched at all. And and remember, setting these deadlines is a surefire way to hold yourself accountable. Ask anyone who's ever worked to a deadline in their lives and all of a sudden the panic as we get to the end, we realize I need to deliver now. So make sure you have something to work towards and turn someday into a specific day. So there are my thoughts on setting smart targets. Now, they are a bit more condensed than usual, but I'm not entirely convinced you'd listen to a two hour long episode just on that. Uh, So I've called out the highlights Uh, So hopefully you found them useful. And to finish today's episode, I want to quickly touch on setting a development plan. Now, strangely enough, this is the part where people can find incredibly difficult. Yet realistically, it's one of the simplest things to do. After all, a development plan is simply a way to capture everything that we've spoken about today. So why do people have trouble with it? Uh, And in my opinion, it's because they start with the document itself. I often have people come to me with a blank template and tell me they just don't know where to start. Well, here's the secret. Don't start with the document. Instead, end with it. In exactly the same way that I've done with today's episode. If I started today's episode by saying, I've got a template for you, this is how you fill it out. It wouldn't resonate with you. You wouldn't engage with it. It's not telling a story. You just switch off. But a development plan is just a document, or it's just a method to capture what your plans are. That's it. Now, a quick Google search of templates and you'll see all of them have areas for goals, actions, timings, everything we've talked about today. And as per what we've our, our common theme of this, there's no one size fits all for a development template. The best ones, the best ones are the ones that suit your needs. If you want a detailed spreadsheet, build one. If you want it on a dry whiteboard by the side of your bed, do that. If you want to use a Word document and crack on, When it comes to having your development plan, there's only really two things that it needs to do. Number one is it needs to have answered everything that we've spoken about today. So what you want to achieve, making them specific and measurable, the actions you need to make your goals achievable and deadlines. And number two is that it works for you. That's it. I said it at the start of the episode. I said it when I launched a podcast. I'll say it again now. There is no one right way for you to grow. 
There's no one right way to create a development plan. There's no one right way to achieve your goals. All there is, is your right way. So take on everything I've said today, or just one or two bits. Create a detailed plan or scribble it on a scrap piece of paper. Work towards the next five years or the next five weeks. Whatever you choose to do, be sure to do it your way. And what you'll see is that your goals become so much more manageable, so much more enjoyable, so much more satisfying when you give yourself permission to grow your own way. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, I hope you found all of this content quite useful. And for those who requested this topic, I hope it hit the spot for you. I always love talking to people about their goals and their aspirations. So anything I can do to help on this path is always going to give me immense joy. Now, I've had some great requests for future episodes. I think I've got enough to get me through the year, but I'd always love to hear more. Now, I tend to focus on the ones that are either most requested or the ones that may be incredibly relevant at any given point. So please just keep on coming. Uh, you can find me on Instagram with the username of official grow your own way and you can connect with me on LinkedIn by searching for Kevin Roberts. It would be amazing if you could like and subscribe to the podcast and why not share it with others so they too can set themselves up for success with effective goal setting. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you all stay safe and well. I'll speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye. <laughs>